we're so hung up on the yesteryears of the culture and history that built the league that right. we're missing out on greatness right in front of us. Okay. Yes. In that case, <laughs> he's he's totally right. Yes. 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 That case, he's 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 a hundred percent correct. Okay. I think that uh that definitely like where there's always that comparison, of course, like still the Jordan LeBron. We just talked about that moments ago. And I think that I think Jordan is great. And I think that we could say that was a great era at that time. And it was an evolution of basketball in a lot of ways. But what LeBron is bringing to this game right now, we got to stop acting like this shit ain't greatness. You got to act like fucking Kawhi Leonard not going to three teams and getting three rings is not greatness. Like that's Ooh. dope. Sh- two rings, sorry. Going to get two other rings. That's that's some great shit. And balling. I mean, just like the stuff that we curry, what we're seeing within curry, we ain't never seen nobody just can shoot from the range that he's shooting from and put up the volume of shots that he's putting up. The Kyrie's that we see and the Lucas that we see and all of these different type of shit. Mr. Fantastic is a great is is a great addition to what we already have in this league. I mean, even Harden, Harden's crazy step back. Like he changing the game with that step back. Like you feel me? Like to actually incorporate that in people do that on the playground. People do that on on pickup games now. They they they're really trying to pick up their steps and things like that. The evolution of the game and what we're seeing now in basketball and how much more fantastic and highlighted it is, we're missing out. And because we're still like, oh well, they ain't doing this. They ain't doing what Vince Carter was doing. They ain't doing this. It's like, nah, but you, you missing out on some good basketball. Y'all, y'all really tripping. Y'all, y'all even giving sometimes y'all overdoing. There's a lot of overdoing and hyping up players that might not be that good. But then there's also this downplaying of players who are really actually fucking good. You know, like we don't you don't hear about them that much, or you don't you don't hear about like before you can have a player that was like a Steve Kerr. Right. There's a bunch of Steve Kerr's on a lot of these teams right now. There's a bunch of fucking white boys now who could just spot up, get the three. You got Duncan Robinson. You got Tyler Hero. Those are just two niggas on one team. You know, you got I mean, Luca's a whole nother, a whole nother white boy. We ain't never seen no white boy like Luca. You know, like you ain't never seen nobody. The coldest white boy before this was Larry Bird. Nah, I mean I Dirk. Lying. Dirk, I, I think Jason. Dirk was colder than Larry Bird. But Jason. no, you're right. Luca's a complete. Lucas is Luca is Steve Nash in Paul Pierce's body. Exactly. But yeah, to your point, knowledge. to your point. No, you're right. And let me just walk you back on something. James Harden is washed, and that's the problem, right? The problem. That's the problem, <laughs> and that's the problem, right? They made. But the, I'm just saying, like his step back is evolutionized the game. No, you know, you no, you're right. You're right. In the my my part of that part of my problem with that is. Is that when James Harden was cold, we doing these hate. old ass comparisons? They doing these old ass comparisons, and now now they put now as much as the NBA hate super teams, we put all the, they put all these niggas on the Clippers, and because and just and just because people want to see LeBron and Curry lose so bad, everybody like the Clippers playing real good. They the Westbrook done sat down on the bench, and James Harden coming up. No, y'all don't know. Y'all just want to see them get washed. That's the same way it was when they put when they put Barkley and Pippen on the team with Elijah Wan and they got <laughs> washed by the Jazz in the playoffs a million years ago. The thing, the, and you're right, there's a bunch of people that there's a bunch of ballers that people should be talking about, whether it's Jalen Brunson or Anthony Edwards or whoever. Even like Giannis isn't old, but Giannis needs more of a story. And this is my problem. This is the problem. That's why I think they got caught up, bro. I think they got so caught up in 
they got so caught up in criticizing players and making their backstory about these players have been in the league for a mm-hmm. long time that now that now they got all these baby face people and they don't have they're not gonna have backstories for them. Like I spent all this time called player criticizing playoff PL. Paul George, Paul George can't make it out of the playoffs. Well, he can't make it out of the playoffs. And Kawhi Leonard, he don't play. And they spent all this time saying Westbrook was a god while me and Deb was saying he's not a god. And then when he's not a then when he's not average triple double triple doubles anymore, the medium destroyed him. They're like, no, nah, we need him, we need him to be lit because he's a good, like he's a good, he's a good underdog story. So now they want to bring him back up. No, leave all them clipper niggas alone. We don't need to write new stories. Y'all need to go find out. Y'all need to like find out that Anthony Edwards is, I don't know, like maybe, maybe he don't like Pokemon or some shit and just write a story about it. I mean, we got maybe John Morant. Huh? Maybe, he maybe Michael he's Michael Jordan. Jordan's son. Who knows? But then, and then, and then you, got, and you got you got John Morant and Zion, but these niggas took it too far. <laughs> <laughs> John Morant and Zion, they took it way too far. We gotta find a happy medium, bro, because these old heads. Kevin Garnett's right. Like they can't, because what what Dell? What do they do? Like so, LeBron LeBron retires, right? And what do they do, Dell? What's the story after that? They gonna keep talking. They gonna keep talking about LeBron. How, when, how early will LeBron get into the Hall of Fame? Like, how? What, what's gonna happen, Dale? What's gonna be the story? Because as of right now, all the meanings be, oh, LeBron did this, LeBron did that. And if you check the comments, there's nothing to gonna be talk about, bro. Dale, Dale, hold on. They so they people of Skip Bayless created a program of such like internet haters. If you watch any, if you watch any meme ever posted about LeBron, any stat, a nigga be in the comments like, well, but that's cause that's cause uh, just Jordan didn't. Or that's he just played a lot. Or that's just, but he la flopped though. It just hella, just so, it's so much. Even and even when somebody posts a Jordan meme, niggas like, no, but that's because Jordan. No, he he played against plumbers. They created this thing. We got these dudes beefing with each other that don't even really. They never gonna play each other. But the media, the media ran with this shit. They ran LeBron with the ten finals, only won four. But y'all loved it. Y'all got so much bread from it. We watched every single one of them. Dill, what is the story when LeBron? Retires would the media find a new a new athlete to criticize the greatness, or is LeBron just the last megastar? Damn, I mean, I I think that's what they searching for, and I think that they're looking for that in in Victor uh, Winbambi. They're gonna be looking for that from him. That's what their expectations is. You think- but I don't think I don't think there's a story that's gonna be as big as this LeBron story. There's no more stories after this. You can't really criticize Curry because Curry already has four rings. You feel me? You can't say nothing about him. When he retires, he just retires as good as his career was. It's just, hey, yep, cool, I'm out, peace. You feel me? And he walks off and that's it. You know, we talk about him being the greatest shooter ever. That's that's really it. And then maybe some highlights about how his point guard system was and how he always moved without the ball. But as far as LeBron, LeBron's story is just so significant for the NBA. It's every young urban person's dream to be in a single mother household, you know what I mean, and go and play basketball and eventually make it out from basketball to go to the NBA and then become even more of, you know what I'm saying, a dominant figure in the world which he's done. So he's, he's done. He's done. There's no, that's why the story is so great. It's literally the best story that you can get from anybody. You, I remember them trying to make up a story, not make it up because it probably was a real story. I remember hearing a story about Michael Jordan hanging off of the, uh, the, the, 
the closet uh pole, right? Dumb shit. Yeah. To try to get himself taller because he wasn't tall enough because he didn't like that was a story they had to tell. And that was like the only like flaw. He didn't make his first year team, some shit like that, right? But LeBron literally, you know what I'm saying? His story is like I've been great forever. <laughs> right. Right. So, you know, I think I think it's hard. It's hard. That's why the story is so hard to 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 get another story that's similar to that. I mean you try to find an international player. You try to make the game more international. So then that way, the stories are coming more from an international basis because that brings in different type of fans too. Somebody, you bring somebody like, yo, I came from the ghetto of London. Oh, what? And I've been balling every since. You know what I mean? I had to, you know, something like uh, Hustle. You yeah. know what I mean? You got a story like that. You want the only way you're going to be able to bring the story back in. It's damn near like making a, it's damn near like, you ever seen Undisputed, the movie with a, uh, with uh Ben Rames and Wesley Snipes and a boxing in jail. Not in a long time. Okay. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah. They ended up making like some sequels after that of this shit. Yeah. Yeah. So they made okay. some sequels after that with this other action again. But it's like in Europe and shit like that. Like it's probably cool over there, but niggas like you wouldn't even know that that even happened. No. You feel me? That's what's going to end up happening in the NBA. They're going to be having a story. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna sound like a sequel to after what lebron left like nigga like 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 what the fuck we can't go back in that you can't make a better story than this bro this is now, it no you really you really can't because like you you can't because the thing he's is, gonna you know, retire LeBron... at the 80th year of basketball and that's gonna be the highlight story <laughs> even with lebron it's like you said like as you said, I mean, as much as the cliche is real, but for real, he's a real life single mother hustle. We don't know who his dad is. Yeah. And and he he been playing ball since he was younger. And he looked up to Allen Iverson and Jordan. And he's six, he's six eight, six nine. And it came out of high school. And he's from Akron. Nobody knows where that is. <laughs> Apparently, it's like the Stockton of Sacramento, right? And there, nobody likes it. And his boy and his boys blew up with him. And they own a fucking agency company. And he played for three teams. And every team he's played on. Everything he's played on has gotten a ring. And he's played a thousand years and he's 38 years old. He's 39 years old. He's 38 years old and he's averaging 25 points a game. He's still like significant. There's no other story. His it, life is literally ballers mixed with entourage. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. And the cold part, though, and the cold part is this because this is my thing because they spent so much time making him a villain and not making anyone else a villain. We ain't got no villain, so there's no antagonist. Even with yeah. even with Jokic, it'd be like, "Huh, it's so cool how Jokic doesn't take basketball that seriously." That ain't that all you niggas been asking for. <laughs> That's all y'all been asking for. Jokic should have interviewed. Hey man, off season like, yeah, nah, nigga, I don't be really be in the game like that. Like I do other stuff, I have a life. But when anybody else say that, no, you're supposed to be able to, you're supposed to want to die for this. You from the hood? You supposed to play ball all day long? Look at Anthony oh, Davis. Man. They said they lit. Anthony Davis said. Anthony Davis said the, in the beginning of last season, he did an interview with him. He was like, I haven't touched the ball since since March. No, he was like, I haven't touched the ball since, since June. They tow his ass up. They tow his ass up, Dale. Tow his ass up. What do you mean they touched the ball? Shannon Sharp talking all the shit. But they touched the ball. They touched the ball. They touched the ball. They touched the ball. All the shit, right? Jokic say, I don't, basketball's not my life. I have a kid and they just so dope. And you're, what? Yeah, I'm reading the comments. Boundless life. Serious? Huh? No, he's like, yeah, I got it. He had a boundless work life. 
He got yeah, he got a work life balance, all the shit. Dude, that's so cool that he does that. Like, what? So y'all, they spent so much time not making new, not making new enemies. So it's like, oh, y'all hate on people for being injured, whether it's whether it's James, whether it's James Harden switching teams, or there's Anthony Davis being hurt. And I mean, whether it's Kyrie and his beliefs, but that's it. Y'all didn't make it. Y'all didn't make any actual basketball villains. Y'all made all the whole time. Skip Bayless did this thing where it's like LeBron's the king with no rings, the king with no rings for so long and made so much money off of that shit. Now y'all don't got nobody. Now y'all don't got no real villains that y'all don't really like. Ain't nobody out there. There's no, all y'all, all they have is Draymond. Y'all, they don't have, they have no, they have no antagonists that people don't like for basketball, whether it's Draymond or Dylan Brooks. That's it. Maybe when John Morant get back, he could be like a Michael Vick in the way, but they don't they don't give us no villains. So it's weak, it's weak sauce now. So you right, ain't no more stars. They're gonna have to figure no that more. shit out. And that's what and that's what KG's saying is basically that we missing, we missing greatness right now. We're gonna be talking about this later on. Like basketball from the 2000s to the 2020s, boy, that was different. Y'all don't know nothing about nothing. 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 And that's all they're gonna be saying. But you know what they know. You know what this is, Dale. This is this is the this right here. What we watching? We so Kobe gone obviously, and James Harden gonna be on his way out. Westbrook leaving. You got Steph leave. LeBron gonna leave. Dale, this right here. This there. I think shit. Your whole maybe Rome would appreciate this reference. This right here we watching. This is the Attitude Era of wrestling. This is the death of the Attitude Era. When you lost, mm, when you lost deep. Stone Cold and you lost The Rock, and yeah. you ain't had no, you ain't had no like pass the torch, no story stories. You ain't have it yeah. now. If you turn on wrestling, it's just a bunch of kind of just Cena. random niggas. On, like you got a John Cena, and that's like that's Giannis or whatever. You got people, but the Attitude Era, like coming out, people with, like distinctive personalities. You got somebody coming out of the truck, yeah. drinking beer, giving niggas a stunner. The Rock, yeah. you'll know, you'll know what race he is. He yeah. in this fake Islam thing. He also talking a bunch of shit with sunglasses on. <laughs> it's just a different level. He got an eyebrow. You got, you got an eyebrow, people's elbow. What are we doing? Like, what, what are we doing? You got this Samoan dude that's black that's talking like Muhammad Ali. What are we doing? This is this is, this is, the, this end, is the end of the attitude this is the era. end of the attitude era. So then, once and you they still, and the thing is, they still comparing it to Hulk Hogan. Exactly. So and, then they still compared to Hulk Hogan. So at, Hulk Hogan is forever the most the most recognizable wrestler of all time, and that's that's what you're gonna have. You're gonna have LeBron. You're gonna have Jordan. You have Steph Curry wandering around. You're going to have Kevin Durant. But after a while, if y'all don't give us no stories, if y'all don't, like, if Jalen Jalen Brunson, the Knicks, they got to get raw enough to make it. And then they got to get somebody, they got to get the enforcer, the dude that used to play for the Where? Lakers. I forget, old boy, name he wears number 30, I believe. Um, They got to get him to punch a nigga in the face. They got to get, like, a Charles Oakley nigga. So people could, people could say, I hate the Knicks. Like, people don't even really hate oh, Julius the Celtics. Julius Randle. You're talking about Julius Randle. Julius Randle, yeah. People don't even really hate the Celtics no more because they're garbage. Like, I'm sorry, not they're garbage. They're just so... They, they never meet the expectations. I want to hate the Celtics. I want it to be a story, but they lose all the time. Now I'm like, I hope they win. I hope right. the Celtics Please. win. <laughs> Please. 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 I'm tired of watching. I'm tired. I'm tired. You boys need something. <laughs> bro, Dale, Dale, I used to hate the Celtics. Yeah, Paul Pierce, I hate these niggas. But now, bro, they got this boy. They got this boy, Jason Tatum, just losing all the time. Like y'all supposed to y'all firing coach. Y'all supposed to be good, bro. Like, ain't no enemies. There's no and even, bro, Dale. Even the cold part is this. Even if, even Damian Lillard was like a cold, low key, like underdog villain type of person. Like he, the yeah. Portland ain't never gonna win, but I'm ride or die, right? right. And now he with Giannis, like. All right, that's cool. That's cool. 
but y'all gave him a pass for leaving. If y'all was like, <laughs> Damian Lillard, we hope he we hope he never wins. That's a weak superstar move. We hope he never wins. They didn't do that. They did it with yeah. KD to go to Steph so we could watch. Uh, uh, now Charles Barkley and them don't want the Warriors to win. So that's no, y'all don't do that with nobody. So now everybody, every y'all be yeah, they do this shit. They do this shit. The media be like, the meat NBA too friendly. Everybody too friendly. No, you niggas is too friendly. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> y'all ain't shit on nobody. Y'all ain't make nobody an enemy. So I mean, nobody hurt. <laughs> y'all ain't make nobody mama call y'all. Then the go and the thing is, I don't know, bro. They gotta hire Vince McMahon. <laughs> because the thing, the thing is, how you, yo, know, how do you, how do you even, get, how do you even get enemies or like build antagonists if you give a nigga tech for like staring a nigga down, or you get a tech for like celebrate? Like how do you, how do you, yeah, build, how you build enemies? Niggas be mad about shit they need. <laughs> niggas gonna be, it's gonna be, a, it's gonna be the players against the refs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly, bro. Like man, I don't, I can't call it. So yeah, that's. So hopefully, I'm lo- I'm looking forward to act, act, as much as as much I hope that someone I hope there's like a I hope there becomes a Mahomes mm. of our shit. Like I'm saying, honestly, if Joe, if the Nugget, if the Nugget, if the Nuggets want another one, it'd take two. It'd take two for people to, for people to say I don't even like them. Because once you get two, once you get two championships, that's when niggas start hating. Because the first one be like, oh, that's that's cool that the underdogs did it. That's what's up for them. But once you get two. That's gonna start looking at you weird. Like, bro. <laughs> so I hope I hope the Nuggets win. I hope the Nuggets win another one that people so that people can start being like, I don't like it. They got they like they it's like Tom Brady and Belichick. When Tom Brady was just a clean cut, like you know, like not Minneapolis, uh Milpitas boy, mm-hmm. fresh off the bench. Yeah, but then once they start, once they got more than two, people start hating. It's like like Brock Purdy. Everybody love Brock Purdy now. Man, watch Brock. Watch, watch Brock. If Brock Purdy win this Super Bowl, they gonna be mad as hell. Yeah. So, we anyway, gonna see. Go ahead. No, I said we gonna see. We gonna see, man. We gonna be there next Sunday if y'all want to pull up, man. Pull up. Yeah. We gonna be at the Seattle Niner game, taking pictures with fans. So we'll take a picture with you for free for the first fifty people. First hundred, nah. First hundred and ten. We for taking sure. pictures for free. For free. Not me. <laughs> Hey man, listen. Oh, tell me your black words. Oh, okay. My black words are from. Let's just give y'all some dope shit. It's gonna be from a white man. My black words are from Jerry Seinfeld. No, I'm just. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm gonna go. I'm gonna bring my black words, man. They're gonna be from Toni Morrison. Black people's grace has been with what they do with language. Black people's grace has been what they do with language. Damn. Talk about relative. Explain. Yeah. So, I mean, basically, I I, kind of saw this as like something that fit in great with this episode where we talked about so many different elements of whether black people believe in you know support of their black creators um you know the fact that also just the times of changing within the nba but i feel like 
you know, it's the things that we do with language, the way that we flip language as a culture, the way that we can make something, oh man, that's, that's, that's this or that's that. We are so cultivating in this culture and we have become such a force to reckon with that literally we don't realize that we have already won the viewers and the listenerships. But we need to support each other in order for us to make that more visible to the whole society. I think that it's significantly underrated what what Av has done to culture, African-American vernacular English, if you will. And I think I think it's good to take pride in that. And I also think it's good to just know that we're getting to a place where you don't necessarily have to curtail yourself all the time, right? Like you should, if your qualifications are there, you can probably get by on some of your shorthand in public places, if you will. Cam Newton told the story the other day about how when he was drafted, he said that the owner asked the owner asked him if he had any tattoos or if he was clean cut. And he said, yeah, he said, yeah, all of that stuff. And he's like, okay, I want you to keep it that way. And Cam Newton said that at first, when he first met the guy, he was like really stern. And eventually he found out that the owner was a really great mentor to him. And now Cam Newton's hair is super long, right? It's a different time. And similarly to me, similarly to me and Dell, right? Like um, I work in corporate, right? And me and Dale wouldn't be able to do this, like, I don't know, like 10 years ago. Maybe we could, but it's just a little bit different, right? And I think that you should, this is a time where you should go ahead and embrace who you are a little, a little bit more. I mean, a lot, whether you're black or not, brown or not, white or not, beige or not, whatever. I think that you should embrace that. We had a we had an episode with Verbo on here the other day, and he was talking about how I can't do this, I can't do that, because someone to do this, I can't do this. Okay, okay, don't go outside with the fake gun and then play around in front of the police. You won't ever, you won't ever be able to do that. But as far as to say that what you can't do because someone else will stop you, based on what our parents told us 20 years ago, nah, you know, nah, for what? Like I'm not, I'm not cutting my hair or speaking completely different to get a job right. right like our 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 english at this point should be so common knowledge that people are watching movies and listening to music and using this language in emails so you shouldn't feel the need to completely make a 180 when you're speaking to someone that you want to work with now i understand if you're a kid trying to get your first job at wherever and you're 18 you got to like three kids to feed, whatever. I get it. Like put on a show. However, if you're at a certain point in your, yeah, 18 with three kids. Yeah, yeah I said it. <laughs> if you're, if you're at a point, if you're at a point, if you're at a point in your life where you're, where you feel confident in your own skin, you got several interviews and you doing, and you doing all right. If you go to interview in that show you're doing, you can say today was, a, how was, how was the commute? It was all right. You can say the commute was all right. You don't have to say it was all right. You don't, you don't speak like that. Right? right. So there's certain things where you're I find we find ourselves. I've gotten better at it, but we find ourselves doing the most to make someone un, to make an invisible op more comfortable when nobody worried about that. 
Yeah. It was a time me and Dale worked in call centers where they made you wear suits and call centers. Made you right. wear business casual in call centers. No. Now we work for CEOs that show up in basketball shorts. Mm-hmm. So that was a great message, Dale. I'm, I'm I'm really with that. That's definitely well needed for people going into this year and that are trying to be things that aren't themselves. And I guess that's where you meet the happy medium where it's like, so Ryan, you saying I could be on the bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! There's no, there's no means. So you saying if I say all right, you see after that I could be like I could say you are these niggas. <laughs> I could say, I could say O block right after that. Then I could just all right. <laughs> I could just, I could just bang in the job interview. Yeah, so oh, I was man. saying because like really though, like I did already did all the good shit. You feel me? I was articulating everything like that now because so I'm getting a job or what? Cause like real life though, like big C's up. Like I'll flirt this motherfucker up. You don't give me the job. What, let me ask you the question. What's the most what's the most job what's the most relaxed job environment that you think you ever had? Mm, that's a good ass question. The most relaxed. I was busy, but honestly, bro, like it felt the most relaxing. Nah, damn, I had hella jobs. So to really think about this. I mean, most relaxing, I would probably say but the last time I worked at Wells Fargo was probably the most relaxing. Um, okay. I had a lot of like, I was business. So it was just mostly like calling businesses and just dealing with that. And I didn't really have to do too much. Okay. And like, usually with business to business, it's pretty simplified because they're not, they know what they want. And you're just pretty much replenishing that shit anywhere that it goes. You know I mean, you don't really need to be trying to upsell them or none of that shit. You know, if something new comes out, you want to present it, of course, but you won't need to be like, you know, I was thinking like today you need to get a crew credit card. Like, I realized, like, you know, I don't gotta do all that shit. Gotcha. Gotcha. Both chill. All what right. about for you? Bro, honestly, the most relaxed job I had was foot action because I got hired by a 30 year old black dude that used to hoop. And we, we sold shoes before sneakerheads went crazy and we had we had tvs playing music videos all day long it was the most relaxed i've ever had oh, in that case well i could have said i went under the station I, I didn't know you were trying to go that far back i just meant like relax where you could be yourself that's what i meant yeah or, or, i mean i didn't really realize i could be myself then but yeah i was underground station i was the most myself okay that's what i meant yeah i I was chilling i was coming to work in regular clothes shit was chill like just selling shoes back in the chicks hey what's up bro you know i'm (laughs) managing this bitch (laughs) assistant but you know what i mean it's cool though you know that was chill yeah man that it's interesting when i look i have to look at that job compared to other customer service jobs that i had and i was thinking about how a foot action was foot action was the only job where foot action had the highest concentration of customers i wanted to help yeah. Because you're like, hey, oh, hey, you know, oh, you need the, what you call it? Or, hey, That's you got on the, oh, I know what you want versus other yeah. retail jobs where it's like, you don't want to make eye contact. <laughs> you don't want to make eye contact. And this is the time. And this is the time. This is the time where pre-2023 return practices. I just read an <laughs> article that says returning stuff costs so much money. Companies are telling people to keep it. Right. <laughs> This is the time back in the day where you couldn't return shit. Like, <laughs> hey, you bought these shoes. I didn't wear them. Nah, but you opened the box mm-hmm. and take them back. So we'd have to do no returns. So that shit was cool. Unless somebody came in with their mama and Karen and the police, I'd do a return. But other than that, 
got to do no returns, man. You don't have to do no returns. Returns would be the shit. Like, but why does this look like it's been chewed on? Like, look, <laughs> that's how I got it. I'm like, no, nah, nigga, dog. That's chewed how it. I got it. Listen, listen, man. I'm gonna tell y'all this. Uh, law number 41. This is about the NBA and whatever they're going. This is about the NBA's next great star that's supposed to replace LeBron. This is my advice to you. Law number 41. Avoid stepping into a great man's shoes. What happens first always appears better and more original than what comes after. If you succeed a great man or have a famous parent, you will have to accomplish double their achievements to outshine them. Do not get lost in their shadow or stuck in a past not of your own making. Establish your own name and identity by changing course. Slay the overbearing father. Disparage his legacy and gain power by shining in your own way. So... For those of y'all that saw LeBron has like squeaky clean thing that he was doing and the family man and going to different teams or whatever. If you think that's how you got to get on, no, you got to do something different. I'm not saying, listen, shout out to shout out to Zion and, and John Moran for trying to do their own thing. Like, I don't even going to say that was on accident. I think they maybe they're trying to really make an identity for themselves. But, you know, they went a little bit too far. Like, they went a little bit too far. I think maybe Wimby on it, maybe Wimby should do this thing where he don't speak no English. Even <laughs> though he do speak English, just only speak French and make them bring you a translator. Like how Steph Curry used to have his baby out there, bring your translator everywhere you go. And don't speak to nobody. Just have a translator translate everything all the time. They'd be like, he's a dick. Yeah. That would be dope. That would, that would be, be dope. dope. So just, just think about watch some, watch some wrestling. Watch, watch some, watch, no, I was going to say watch some Attitude Error. Watch some Marshawn Lynch interviews. Oh, yeah. Watch some Bill Belichick interviews and just build a character. Figure it out. No, I agree with that. It'd be dope to see him do some shit like that. That would be kind of clean. Like, actually, when they said he don't like that name. <laughs> That's some cool shit right there, too. Come out and be like, oh, bro, honestly, on hood, don't be calling me Wimby. Hey, you speak like that? Yeah, bro, on hood. Don't, don't call me Wimby. Don't Wimby's, do that, man. bro. I get Dursky up in here, bro, and we'll, we'll Draco this bitch out. Then they'd be like, he's entitled. And then once the once the fans call you, once you start winning and the fans start calling you entitled, now we got it. Now we got an antagonist. Yeah. And now we could now we could all win. Yep. Anyway, man, y'all could be anywhere in the world right now, but y'all here with us and we appreciate that. Yo, you made it this far right now. Make sure you like, subscribe, and of course, comment. Let us know your thoughts and your opinions. Until next time, just know we here at the Dell and Ryan Report really, really fuck with you. Peace.